Yo, welcome to an, an emergency episode of the Zaycom Podcast. I know this is Thursday, so y'all not expecting a podcast today, but Lord in heaven, we just got breaking news. Donovan Mitchell finally got moved to the Cavs, and I guarantee there is not a single person on this planet that thought this man was going to get moved to Utah, or sorry, to move, get moved to Cleveland, but full trade, the Utah Jazz is trading Donovan Mitchell to the Cleveland Cavaliers for Laurie Marketing, O'Shea Abaji, Colin Sexton, three unprotected first-round picks, and two pick swaps, sources tell ESPN. Cleveland is sending its three unprotected uh, Utah picks in 2025, 2027, and 2029, and the pick swaps are in 26 and 28. Sources tell me, along with, along with the uh, Rudy Gobert trade, Utah has gathered 13 unprotected or lightly protected picks through 2029. This came out of absolutely nowhere because if you've been following the podcast and you've been following uh nba social medias for the last three months at this point donovan mitchell has been linked to three separate teams he has been, he has been linked to miami he has been linked to uh the lakers and he's been linked to the knicks heavily linked to the knicks colin sexton obviously he was linked to them um to the mavericks so we thought that something was going to go down with tim hardaway jr which we talked about on the podcast last uh on tuesday this is genuinely crazy, and it's official because Colin Sexton actually agreed to sign the trade and thing to, to, to go to the Jazz. The Jazz are building low key a solid young core, but yikes! Cleveland has a big three, big four to contend with almost anybody. I'm genuinely curious though how, um, how they do this, the how they fill that. Th- I assume it's Isaac Okoro that they fill with the, at the small forward position. Um, because like I said, they they definitely are a little bit I wouldn't say lacking, but they are questionable at the depth in the depth department on that wing, uh, and the wing position. They got a couple good uh, point guards. They got a couple good bigs, but or solid bigs, I should say, off the bench. But their wings is kind of lacking. I think the starting wing with three will probably be Isaac Coro. But anyways, man, this is crazy. The Cavs look good. I think I can pencil them in as a playoff team. Me ranking them at what was it 13? I believe it was kind of holds up because that puts them at what they're they're a legit playoff team in the Eastern Conference. I think obviously Donovan Mitchell is an upgrade over Colin Sexton. There is some still some questions, of course, because of um of uh I ranked them 16 by the way, but I uh there's still some questions about you know two small can two smaller guards who are, are can can they coexist, but I think they can, man, because like I said, you have the defensive, um, you have the defense to back it up with Evan Mobley and Jared Allen. Of course, Isaac Coral, the only thing he really brings is defense. Um, there have been plenty of of uh of questions surrounding like cause the comparisons of uh Garland and Sexton being the next Dame and CJ. I don't didn't really see it because Garland's a way, way, way better playmaker than any of those three that you know mentioning. But for for act, like an actual, I was surprised a little bit that Cleveland uh traded Laurie Marketing only because of I think I assume I assume they made it did it for money reasons. But like it was, I I I figured he would be a huge piece in that offense due to like you said him being like bigger and being able to space the floor. But for sure, I was not expecting Donovan Mitchell going to the Cavs. And like that, that completely 
shakes up everything in the East and even shakes up everything in the West. So me ranking Utah was well, a 28 yesterday. That holds up a lot more than now that Donovan Mitchell is traded. Um, Lord knows what this team does, the Jazz do in uh, during the season. I can almost guarantee you Jordan Clarkson, Boyan Bogdanovich will get moved because this based on the moves that they have made between Rudy Gobert and Donovan, or between Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, and then trading Patrick Beverly, I this is a team that's full on looking at a rebuild. And like I said, the young core, just off the top of my head, you can th- obviously look at the guys that they got from Cleveland. They got Sexton. They got uh, Markinen. They got Obagi, uh, who was a first round, who was a lottery pick this year. So like that's that holds some weight. Then of course they got from Utah. They got Jared Vanderbilt. They got Leandro Balmaro. They got uh, Jared Vanderbilt. Uh, I, I mentioned Jared. Vanderbilt. They got uh, yeah Balmaro. They got um, Walker Kessler. Like they still have a lot of young, uh, just pieces from those trades alone. Plus, like what was mentioned in the tweet, thirteen picks between uh, unprotected or protected, thirteen picks in the next what, six years of uh, NBA drafts between twenty twenty three and twenty twenty nine. Like that's crazy. That is crazy. And like you have to, you can see like this is already a W rebuild in what has it been with three months. Like I doubt like it. I at mo- wait, when was the Rudy Gobert trade? That had, that was after the draft, so that was what maybe less, a little less than two months ago. Like this is already a W start to the rebuild because you already have a solid young core in just the pieces, like the proven pieces you've gotten back for those trades. Not even taking into account Cleveland or sorry, uh, like the, the Cleveland picks. There's no guarantee that this Donovan Mitchell thing and uh, Donovan Mitchell Darius Garland thing works out. I, I mean, I, you expect it to, but it's not a guarantee. Knock on wood, somebody gets injured, and boom, the Cavs fall out the playoffs. That um, the unprotected pick is in 2025, I believe. Yeah, the unprotected pick is 2025, 2027, 2029. Donovan Mitchell may or may not want out of Cleveland in 2025. So, or in 2024, I guess that would be like boom. That's an easy way for the Cavs to be in a lottery again. I'm not saying I'm not again. I'm not guaranteeing at all that this, like the Cavs, don't work out. But it's always something to keep in the back of your mind. There's like with cat with the Cavs, it's what I guess the lineup is. What is Garland, Mitchell, uh, Okoro, Mobley, and Allen? That's a good five. And again, you can look at the Cavs and it's like their bench is kind of lacking. Not it's not a bad thing. Not a like I said, one of the better starting fives in the Eastern Conference, but. Their depth is still now lacking because of the Abaji or losing Abaji. You lost uh, um, marketing. You lost who else did they lose in this trade? It was Dang, I got already forgot who else. Oh, and of course Colin Sexton. Like you lose Colin Sexton and you lose your first round pick basically for next year. Well, not next year, but two years. Like that. Ne- doesn't necessarily bode well to, to building a depth. Like I'm sure they can sign some people in free agency that can fill out that wing position. Don't like I feel like the the, the guys that are coming to mind are mostly bigs, but like they for they're still for sure still some wings out there that can help them out. Even if, like I said, if it's on a smaller salary and on a smaller scale, I think they I think this team still works out for sure. Because like I said. Garland, he he fits almost with anybody because of how good of a playmaker he is and how unselfish he is at time or for the most part. I think Donovan Mitchell, he's probably going to be their late game guy. 
Um, and again, like I said, they have the the front court defense between Okoro, uh, Mobley, and Allen to mask the deficiencies that they that Garland and Mitchell have on that side of the ball. For like I said, with Utah though, this is one hundred percent like I said a rebuilding team. But do not be surprised if like two three years from and they got a really good coach that they signed at Will Hardy. Like that was a W pickup uh, in the coaching department and Jason Terry as an assistant. Two intelligent minds that I think in two years will absolutely work out. Because like I said, you know what Will Hardy, he came from the Brad Stevens system. Like he's he is an intelligent basketball mind for sure. And of course, like I said, Jason Terry, he's played in the NBA for a million years. Like he picked up a lot in his time in the NBA from a lot of different people. I think those two or have more than what it takes to instill something in, in a lot of these young dudes, especially in Colin Sexton, who's got a little bit of a bad rep for being a shot chucker, and Jared Vanderbilt for being uh getting a lot of rep for being a little bit one-dimensional. But I think with the development system they got there and the coaching they got, I think those two dudes for sure will uh, thrive in, the, in that kind of environment. But... Overall thought, I think this is a win-win trade on both sides. Utah almost had to get rid of Rudy Go- um, Donovan Mitchell after getting rid of Rudy Gobert and being basically shopping Jordan Clarkson, Mike Conley, uh, the, the Boyan Bogdanovich. Who else is a, a vet on that? They traded uh, Royce O'Neal, of course. Like, like they didn't they didn't bring back Rudy or uh, Hassan Whiteside. So it's like most of the guys from last year are definitely on their way out. What well, if they haven't already been on their way out? I'm like, I think the one person on that team they probably are willing to keep is uh Jerry uh Jerry Butler. Um, I think he he still has a little bit of potential. I think should probably. I'm not even saying he should start because like they have uh Colin Colin Sexton who will probably run the point next year. Um, who Lord knows who runs it to. Like if I'm trying to, if this is a straight up rebuild, and I, I don't even say take. But straight up rebuild. Oh, and of course they got Taylor Horton Tucker from the Lakers, obviously. But uh, the lineup will probably be Colin Sexton, Tht, uh, likely. And again, like likely is a stretch. Do they run Oshay Abaji at the three? Like straight up throw him in as a starter his rookie year? I doubt that happens because Brad, even like in the Will Hardy, who again who came from the Brad Stevens system. Brad Stevens didn't start, like, he wasn't starting rookies day one. Jalen Brown wasn't a day one starter. Jason Tatum wasn't a day one starter, and they were both top three picks. I doubt O'Shea Abaji gets that same treatment. Um, But, like I said, this might be a different regime. Danny Ainge knows what he's doing with this uh, with this organization, and his those three trades that we I talked about, the Rudy, the Donovan Mitchell, and the Patrick Beverly, I think all were really, really solid trades, and like I said, this team is on pace for a really, really fun rebuild. And I'll be happy to cover it, man. So I think you, uh, we can call the episode right about there. Like I said, I have nothing else to talk about. Like, this is the one news from today. And even then, it was just crazy. But overall, like I said, if you missed the previous 142 episodes of the Zay Coma podcast, you can check them out on Spotify or Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts. And, of course, right here on Anchor. Until next time, I love you. You love me. Let's love each other. See you.